Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. We are back with our new showtime at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, and whatever the other time zone you are in, that's when we're live. So, Welcome back to MI Live. I am Jay, and with me, as always, bright and early this morning is Dr. Bradley P. Dieter. Brad, how are you this morning? I'm good. Jay, how do you feel about this time zone change, or this time zone change, this time change for the show? Um, I've been up for four hours, so I'm okay. So, so you're you're ready to go, but you're maybe not in full peak normal capacity because we normally record this later. Is that am, what you're telling me? I think I am in normal relax mode, not super hyphen, uh, caffeinated hyper mode. So it's going to be interesting. I haven't even had caffeine in this thing, so we'll see how it goes. You haven't even had what? Caffeine. How are you alive? Yeah, I don't know. I just woke up and started reading and started doing stuff and was like, and then I looked, I was like, oh, I'm going to walk the dogs and grab a monster and then i looked and i was like oh no i can't do that the show starts in five minutes so after this i will be getting um some caffeine in me so this is our our new time it's 3 p.m in the uk so maybe some uk people can uh can join us can tune in now yeah and again anybody who can't make it you can always check out the uh the podcast on go to macrosinc.net slash podcast check that out anybody who's listened to the podcast and wants to watch us live you can go to macrosinc.net slash youtube subscribe and view our live uh our live broadcast ask some questions and for anybody watching go to macrosinc.net slash youtube subscribe because brad what are we doing when we have a hundred thousand people who like our uh youtube page by the end of the year if we get a hundred thousand people by the end of the year, Jay and I are going to do something absurd, and we're going to donate ten thousand dollars to charity. Ten thousand—that's a lot. Ten thousand in, in American dollars, not those fake Canadian dollars that are made of monopoly money. So it's real money. Correct. Well, well, real money. I mean, I feel like you and I should just move to Canada and become like instantly richer overnight. Yeah, well, I mean, I have twelve dollars. That could make me. I could live off that for like three months, <laughs> or three Sorry, decades, or three decades. Uh, Sarah says three p.m. in the UK. Not is here. Said good vibes. Welcome back, Dante. Sarah also said, "Wait, how tiny is the door behind you?" So I have a for anybody who's listening to the podcast. I have a two doors behind. One is my stepson's room, and the other one is a linen closet that's the hallway linen closet she said it's the tiniest door she's ever seen somebody else said it's like an alice in wonderland door it's so is is this like i've always thought this was like a closed room or is this like a little loft area yeah no it's an open i have an open office i was gonna say now everything makes much more sense yeah no i have an open office that's why i need an (laughs) office that's why that's why as soon as this is over i am getting taking my dogs out and then i am getting in my car and going to the office that i lease to get the keys so tomorrow when we do this i will be in my new office um that just makes you the most official person i know yeah i'm trying leanne said good morning good morning leanne so brad let's jump into our first topic let's do it artificial sweeteners so our artificial sweeteners, Brad, this evil thing. I just saw something on Facebook the other day that now said that uh, Splenda, whatever the, what is Splenda? Um, Acyl sulfamide K. <laughs> I 
Uh, yeah, I just saw something that said Splenda is going to uh, inhibit fat loss and will make you 100%. Splenda directly will make you gain weight, and there's nothing you can do about it. So our artificial sweeteners in... Splenda is sucralose. Sucralose, that's right. <clears throat> it says sucralose will make you lose, will make you, uh, will inhibit fat loss and make you actually gain weight no matter how many calories you're eating. So, Brad, in... Seven words exactly are artificial sweeteners directly going to make me gain weight. Uh, there is no evidence to suggest that. Those six words. There, there is no. no evidence to suggest that. Seven. You said, you said there's. There is. Okay. No. I refuse to use contractions when I'm speaking or writing formally. And this is very formal, as you can tell by my jacket today. Yeah, you're wearing a suit coat. I know. Pretty formal. I mean, we got here early enough that I took a shower that, you know, my shower is still, my hair's still wet. Your hair's still wet? Yeah, from my shower this morning. I'm kind of disappointed that you showered. Yeah, well, I, I I normally do that like three times a day after our live normally, though. That's crazy. My wife showers like once a week, probably. <laughs> I'm sure she's thrilled that you just announced that to everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I just always give her a hard time because I shower like two or three times a day and she showers probably like three times a week, like every other day. It's just funny. I'm sure, she, I'm sure she's happy that you told everybody that. I mean, I think that's normal for women. Like with, um, cause they don't like wash their hair every day. Yeah, and they don't smell as bad. That's also true. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brad, um, are artificial sweeteners overall safe? Um, <clears throat> what we know based on decades of data is that artificial sweeteners in the amounts that we consume them carry very, 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 very low risks of side effects that are meaningful like some people report they get headaches when they consume them and i think there may be something to that but what we know from like actual hard side effects there's virtually no major concerns Mm -hmm. and the risks are incredibly low okay um so like a toxic level of 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 aspartame which is the most common artificial sweetener how, how much aspartame are we talking um let me look i mean is it is it a, a dose that a person could no, normally consume i mean it is i think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like let's just take the headaches for example you're looking at three thousand milligrams per kilogram of body weight per day for making headaches worse that's a lot. That is a lot. So let's just say I weigh 70 kilograms. That would be 210,000 milligrams, which is 210 grams, which is a lot. Yeah. How much? Do you, maybe you can look it up. How much aspartame is in like a can of Diet Coke? How much aspartame in Diet Coke? Um, 180 milligrams. And we would need how much? A couple grams? Um, yes, so. you need, you would need three grams to trigger headaches amongst people who report headaches from okay. aspartame. 
That's what the scientific data suggests, okay. which is about 16 cans a day. Okay. I mean, that's, that's quite a bit. Oh uh, yeah. That's my teeth would hurt. Yeah. So can artificial sweeteners cause fat gain? No. Direct. No. Most so definitely not. Where, where do you think this aspartame and artificial sweeteners are going to make you get fat or inhibit fat loss comes from? I, I honestly don't know. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that people who consume them usually consume them in the context of like, think about when do you generally drink soda? Like when you're ordering it with fast food, yeah. when it's a quick meal on the go, like mm-hmm. we generally don't consume diet soda in like a overall healthy food context, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, I would say that's probably the main reason. So it's more of a correlation with, with weight gain people. Who, yes. People who eat in calorie surpluses typically want, typically consume diet soda as well. Correct, Amundo. And you can actually look at, so one of the papers, I, I wrote a Facebook post on this quite a while ago, like some of the papers that have shown there's like an association between, you know, diet soda intake and weight gain and um, like diabetes. If you look at the people who were consuming higher amounts of diet soda, they were also more likely to engage in like to, they were more likely to exercise less. They were more likely to be smokers. They were more likely to be in a hypercaloric state. They were more likely to be overweight. Or it's like all of these things added up. Yeah. And it was not, it was more like the high diet soda consumption paralleled a cluster of other unhealthy behaviors rather than the unhealthy behavior or diet soda led to all these other unhealthy behaviors. Yeah. And, so, so do, do you think it's a lot of people having like, I'm going to go ha- order, I'm going to order a Big Mac and I'm going to order, you know, my supersized fries. I don't even know if they still make supersized fries or my Big Mac, my supersized fries and, you know, chicken nuggets for the, for dessert, but I'm going to get my diet soda. Is that so people feel better? You think that's a big part of it? Like, oh, well, at least I'm having my diet soda. I think that's probably part of it. Um, I also think that, that's not a bad strategy, right? Like if you're going to go to um, like McDonald's and you're ordering a whole bunch of stuff, I mean, you might as well order the diet soda and save yourself another 400 calories. Cause it's like, uh, you're already probably over consuming calories. Why don't we right. not exacerbate the problem? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, agreed. Oh, me. Holy cow. This Jay, how is- dare you yawn? Yeah, I didn't even mute my mic. This is what happens when uh, when we do this really early. So, oh, is, like, when does your new audio equipment come in? Uh, today. That's very exciting. Today? Yeah, I got new audio equipment. It'll be in the office tomorrow. Um, this is how we do. So overall, it. overall, um, artificial sweeteners are are not directly causing fat. And if you use if you, if you basically if you're still if you're dieting and planning and hitting your macros and counting your calories and and making sure you're in a calorie deficit having diet soda is not going to affect your weight loss one bit no no so it you know if you want to diet and consume a two liter of diet soda a day and that helps you curb curb sweet cravings and stay full there's 
nothing wrong with that. Correctamundo. Perfect. And it counts towards your hydration status too, right? Yes. Okay. Now the only, the only like caveat I would put on that Mm -hmm. is there may be some reason to be worried about your teeth. Yeah. Like the phosphoric acid in there. It's like, I maybe wouldn't drink that much Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't drink two liters a day just because I don't know. I'm neurotic about my teeth. So Um, that's just me though. That's why we're called am I live daily nutrition, not the daily teeth show. We'll let the damn dentist talk about that, Brad. I did go to the dentist last week. That's scary. I know you sent me pictures. You always send me pictures when you're of yourself when you're at the doctor. I don't know. I know. I get pictures of you. It's, makes my day really i like because it's day. hilarious so, uh stephanie said in listens intently as i pour artificial sweetener into my coffee uh oh, speaking of that you know what i tr- i like my wife wanted coffee the other day and we didn't have like regular um like the sugar-free like syrups that we have in our house because my wife's yeah a sugar-free syrup in our coffee kind of person and but there was stevia and i put stevia in it and i was like oh my god i can't drink this like i took a sip of it and i was like stevia is just not my thing why i don't know it just tastes weird huh i don't know i just don't stevia gives me a weird aftertaste yeah somebody said yeah i i don't mind it i i I can see how it has a weird aftertaste but i think that uh like depending on if i haven't had it for a long time sweden low will get will get that too aspartame will have that that same aftertaste. And then if I switch back to aspartame for a while, it won't. Yeah. I wonder if it's, there's also like some genetic thing. I don't know. It could be. Sarah said, I drink diet Coke and Fanta zero by the bucket load. So if it's bad, then I'm screwed. Uh, That stuff was the bomb. Yeah. Fanta, Fanta. Don't you want to want a Fanta? Those were also the greatest commercials ever. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Brad, your wife's going to kill you. Um, that's what that comment said. Sarah said, wait, I've called it ass part. Oh, me. <laughs> now I feel silly. That's ass funny. Part. I don't get it. Ass part of me. Oh, I don't get it. I don't either. Brad, what do you call it's, a horse that has, that has bad dreams? Um, a nightmare. A nightmare. Ah, ah, a, I am the funniest person you've ever met. Jody wants to know about uh, stevia. What about stevia? And that's what we were just talking about. And stevia is actually not an artificial sweetener, isn't it? It's a, it's no, a- it's a non-caloric, non-nutritive sweetener that's made from a plant. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just super sweet, and that's why it, that's why you need so little of it. Correct? Yes, it's like oh, sweet. A thousand is that a thousand times sweeter than sugar? Uh, I think it's more than that. Okay. I really it comes from the plant Stevia mm-hmm. rubod, rubaudiana. Yeah, I, I read an interesting article, uh, an economic article on on Stevia, and the uh, the, the art, if if they would have the, the theory behind it was if they would have discovered uh, Stevia before they discovered sugarcane. Um, it would have changed the outlook of, of the food industry as a whole, like throughout time, it would have, it would have changed everything. And we probably wouldn't have like an obesity crisis. We wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have an obesity problem. We wouldn't have all these different issues. Uh, and that, you know, sugar, I guess is there's like, you know, you know how we have like blood diamonds, like there's like blood sugar, I guess. And they wouldn't hmm. have had like issues with that. And it was a really interesting take. I'll try to find it. Um, Stevia looks like it's, 
200 to 300, 250 to 300 times sweeter than table sugar. Okay. Some steviol glycosides, such as rubaudioside D, have a clean sugar-like taste. Others, such as steviocide, can contain off flavors, such as bitter, licorice-like, and metallic. So I guess it depends on which one you get. Yeah, so maybe we should try and find the stevia with no... No aftertaste. Stevia tastes like that. That is, I agree with Stephanie. Steve, she said, Steph, uh, Stephanie said, Stevia takes like a week to adjust to, in my opinion. And I agree. I think once you, I think all of them do. I think once you switch to them, to whichever one it is, you just get used to it. None of them, I don't think, have a bad aftertaste. They have a different one that just takes a day or two to get used to. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Stevia is plant based. Uh, so I thought it wasn't quite as bad. How could plants be evil? Sarah said. Uh, have you ever had celery? Have I ever had celery? Plants are evil. No, celery is amazing. I'm like celery is I am the proof only, that plants are I'm, pure unadulterated. I think I'm the evil. only person who just likes to eat regular celery. What is wrong with you? Yeah, no, I, I could I could eat celery. I mean, it's great. You put salt on it, just salted plain celery. Uh, you you put it in ranch dressing. It's amazing. You put peanut butter on it. You can put it in soup. It's great. So it's it's a vessel. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really a food itself. It's one of your favorite vessels is what you're telling me. You're my favorite vessel. I don't know how I'm supposed to interpret that, Jay. Very inappropriately. Um, Leanne said, same bread. I cannot do stevia. I like Splenda, though. Stevia is ground up leaves and celery is the bomb. Add soft cheese. No, that cheese is horrible. Cheese is the worst thing. What do you mean cheese is yeah, horrible? I hate, I hate cheese. What? Yeah, I just don't like it. I'll eat There's it. Nothing I'm wrong with you. I've never been like, ooh, give me that piece of cheese. Oh, my God. Yeah, whenever I can, I pick it off everything. I feel like these are things you should have told me before we became friends. Well, they were on my resume. You just didn't read it. I don't think I've ever read your resume. (laughs) I don't think I've ever written one, so it's okay. Oh, that's awesome. I can honestly say I've never written a resume. I don't have one, never made one. Ever. Isn't that weird? We live in a world where, like... Yeah, well, it worked on fire departments. I never needed one. Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's crazy that we live in a world where you can just like, yeah. We we now live in a world where you can just kind of live your own life. Yeah. Oh, you know, march Uh, to the beat of your own drum. (laughs) Stephanie said, I get produce boxes, and there were a few dreadful weeks where it was filled with celery. Those would be the best weeks. Just like. I would not admit you do not like cheese. I mean, whoever said that, 100%. No. Um, Cheese on pizza, that is pretty much the only time I will eat it. Not on burgers, not on Mexican food. Um, Once in a blue moon, this is Stuart, one of our moderators, who said this. I love Stuart. Uh, Once in a, and never on its own, yeah, never on its own, Stuart, I agree. Sometimes I'll have it on like a burrito or something if I'm in a hurry and don't, if I don't think they're, they're, when I say no cheese, if I don't think they're going to make it right. Or they're going to get annoyed oh, with me. For a second, I thought you were talking about celery, and I was like, who puts celery in a burrito? That actually would be pretty good. What? Yeah, chop celery in there with the lettuce. Oh, yeah. The only time where celery is acceptable is if it's chopped up very small and in like a tuna salad sandwich. You're ridiculous. I forgot you were a child. Brad, if somebody wanted to get some, if, if so, I love you. You're not a child, you're a man doctor. I look like Harry Potter in my new spectacles, don't I? You do. I love it. You they're should, blue. They're blue light blocking. You should draw your sky of a scar right here, like Harry Potter. You should draw one right there. 
so Brad, if somebody was like, wow, artificial sweeteners sound like they're like, like everybody is give everybody on the internet is feeding me a bunch of crap. You guys seem to nail it. Where could they go to find more information about artificial sweeteners? Uh, I would probably go to two places in this order. Okay. I'll go to macrozinc.net. Okay. And I would sign up for a coach because they can tell you all of this stuff and you don't have to do any reading on your own. They will just literally like matrix brain dump it into you. But they could give you the links to read stuff. on. They could give you sources to read on your own and listen to. Number two, they will give you links to read it on your own and do some self-education. If you don't want to be plugged into the matrix and you don't want to learn Kung Fu. Um, the third option is you can go to NutraWiki org nutrawiki.org got yep. it not not wikileaks but nutrawiki i mean you should probably go there too i think we should also buy the domain nutrawikileaks <laughs> we just post research before it's out there is that what we do i mean we could do that yeah perfect all right so if you're interested in coaching macrosync.net sign up for the two-week free trial a coach will You'll get a consult with the coach. You'll learn how we work. See if some you need. See if you if you need the help to navigate the nutrition field to help make your diet sustainable and normal, realistic. Normal, not normal, because normal is not always great. Well, yeah, like I would say, paleo is not a normal diet. Let's say awesome, awesome. But I would say that like most diets are not normal. Like drinking no. celery, drinking celery juice for five days is not normal. Correct. Uh, Stephanie said, cheese's life. I had a charred cuttery charcuterie charcuterie board for dinner one night last weekend. It sounds too French for me. So I'm out. Do charcuterie um, boards are like where it's at. No. Is it just like a board of cheese? It's got cheese. It usually has some nuts, some like pickled veggies, some olives, sometimes a little bit of hummus. It sounds, um, some pita oh, bread. Hummus. So it must be your post-workout meal. Dude. <laughs> I mean, and i've told the story before i was in spokane and brad met me and uh tim art at a at a bar and walked in he was he came a little later because he came from playing basketball and he goes i am starving i just played basketball and he ordered the hummus platter for his man meal was, i mean i had some i'm not gonna lie you're not wrong in any it, it, sense it was the just, imagination. It was just really funny. It was awesome. Sarah said, what is wrong with people juicing celery? Just drink water and with green food coloring. It's the exact same thing. Okay. That's true. So, Brad, let's jump into our second topic. That first topic went long. That's probably the longest we've gone on a first topic, but we're also talking slow today. We are running at half speed because I've only had a half a cup of coffee. I need to substantially cut back on my caffeine intake because – I think it was, was it Monday? It was Monday. I think by about 3.30 in the afternoon, I'd had about 400 calories and about 1,200 milligrams of caffeine, and I felt like I was about to die. Yeah, I mean, it seems legit. It was, it was not great. No, that doesn't sound good at all. So no. look at our next topic, nutrition priorities for success. So Brad, if you had to rank, what is the number what is the number one nutrition priority that you would say people need to to have 
to have to get a successful diet. Number one priority people need to have. I would say, let me think about this. Let me, let me rack my brain. The first thing I would say is you need to be mentally ready to change. Yeah. That's the first thing. Like we can give you all the tools you need to succeed, but if you're not ready to change what you're currently doing to something else, your likelihood of succeeding is pretty small. Um, and so really it's, it's about like just mentally preparing to change what you're doing. Yeah. I think that we get a lot of people who, you know, they sign up for coaching and they, they really just want that. They think that signing up is going to help them lose weight and mm-hmm. they're, they're not ready. They want to lose weight because they're supposed to, they want to lose weight because somebody told them to, they don't want to lose weight because they want to, they might want to, but they're not, they're not ready to, they're not ready to make that commitment. And I think that's the, the important distinction. If you're and and some of them have success, they, they diet down, they do good. But the problem is that I've noticed is that they don't sustain that weight loss because they're not ready to make that big change. Yeah. And you know what I tell people is sometimes you can, you need to get started with something before you are like perfectly ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but realize that early on you need to start working towards that change. Yeah. Like you can, you can start just like going through the motions. And I think there's, there's a hundred percent value in that, right. Of just like getting things going, um, that will kind of facilitate that change. But for you to really stick to it and see long lasting stuff, you need to mentally be prepared to change. Agreed. hundred percent. If you're not mentally there, you're not, you're not, you're not going to succeed. In yeah. the long term. You might, you might, you might be able to grind it out in the short term, but in the long term, it's not a win. Yeah. What is the second priority that you would make for, uh, what is the second nutrition priority you would say? What is the second thing you would say is the top priority for nutrition success? Um, so I'm going to change up from what is from the article that we're using for kind of this discussion. And I would say the next one is um, making sure that you match, that you have a clear understanding of your goals and that you match your plan to your goals. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, so like I, I think a lot of times people have an idea of what they want to do, but their plan isn't necessarily designed to do that. I think they just pick some way to go about doing it, and it's not necessarily lined up with their goals. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that is a uh, a big one. People don't have their their goals lined up, and I think a lot of times people try to to go for too many goals at once. They they I want to I want to run and I want to lose weight. I want to. I want to improve. I want to get huge. I want to get huge and jacked and be uh, extreme, be a super strong lifter. But I also want to drop a hundred pounds in six months. Yeah, so I, I, I think that it's it's a prioritizing goals is a, is a huge one. Facts. What do you say? Number three is calories, 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 calories. So calories. Yes, I think calories. Um, so is that, is that, and that works for anything with, with your nutrition, right? We're talking losing weight, gaining weight, maintaining weight, any of that it's calories. Correct. Right. So, so calories in calories out is, is pretty much the, the main thing by it that we're, that we're going off of. I put in energy food. I put, I output energy movement and then we can change our weight we can, we can change our weight plus or minus or maintain it as long as we know that. And 
do you, why do you think that most people, why do you think there's so much resistance to people still saying that you need to track calories to lose weight? Why do you think that's not, that's, that's not a consensus yet? It seems so, you know, I think there's a few reasons for it. One is I think we are, I think we are designed to let people do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So like if people are like, Oh, I, tracking calories just seems way too difficult for me. We generally tend to say, Oh, well then let's not do that. Cause that's, if that's not going to be work for you, let's find something else that will work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a lot of value in that. Um, I find that over the long term that that's not always perfectly sustainable. Now on the other side of the equation, I think sometimes like if you track every calorie every day all the time, that's also not sustainable, but I think you have to have some level of accounting system for most people for decent chunks of what, of your kind of health and fitness journey. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the interesting things and why I lean more towards kind of tracking your calories and counting them as, as often as you can is a lot of the arguments against it kind of come to the thing like, oh, you know, our body has good satiety signals. We should be able to, you know, control that. We can learn habits. We can do all sorts of stuff. But one of the things that I find is our food environment in our lives are so set up for, you know, overconsumption that if you don't have some level of accountability to kind of objectively keep yourself in check, um, it can be very difficult to do that. If you don't say it one more time. So like, it's very easy for us to overconsume food, right? Like, Everything's convenient. We Uber Eats it. Most stuff is super high calorie. Even if we're opting for, you know, pretty nutrient uh, nutrient dense, low energy foods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we are in an environment where it's very easy for us to just overconsume food. Yeah, and and I, I think it's also really easy for we have short attention spans, you know, everything's instant, everything's, you know, I'm going to switch tabs. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, there's no more. And everything's go to your fridge, grab something, go get some prepackaged. And I think, I think a lot of times, and I've caught myself doing this, we forget how much we eat. Mm -hmm. How many times in the day have, have, have you ever said to yourself, did I eat today? Yeah. What the hell did I have for breakfast this morning when you're going to bed? Like, yep. I think that's one of the hardest things to remember is what did you eat today? Because we're so mindless when we eat because we're not sitting down having meals anymore. We sit at our desk, we eat, we're watching TV, we're Facebooking while we're eating. And then I, I, I can tell you how many times I've been sitting down, <clears throat> ate something and, and either reading or going through Facebook, not paying attention when I'm eating. I finish my plate. I'm like, well, wow, I am really still hungry. And without thinking about it, I'll get more food. And then when I, if I, if I actually stop and think about it, the serving that I had the first time should have filled, I probably shouldn't be eating the whole thing. That half of it probably should have filled me up, but because I'm I'm not paying attention, it just, you run away with it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the benefit for tracking calories is it's a good self accountability system. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think, 
you know, just in the world we live in and environment we're in, the more of that we have, the better for most people. Now, are there, are there reasons why we maybe shouldn't track calories at certain points in our lives? Absolutely. I think we can make good arguments for that. Um, but I think more often than not defaulting to using that as a tool is more beneficial than harmful for most people. Yeah. Agreed. Um, how about what's the next thing that you'd put on your list, Brad? Anything else? Um, I would say, uh, consistency. That's the next one. Consistency. Yep. Okay. So is it better to be, is it better to be consistent and wrong or inconsistent and correct with your tracking? I would say consistent. It's better to be consistent and wrong. Yeah. Consistent. Because if you're making the same errors, eventually you'll adjust for those errors as long as you keep making them. Yep. That's yeah. And, and I, I, I and, and I think the other thing that, you know, yeah, we want to build up habits, things like that. But I think that the actual, it's, 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 it's a habit tracking things like that, but it's more of a skill and you're only yep. going to improve that skill by, by, by regularly doing it. If you take if you track for two weeks, if this is hard then come back in, in two weeks and do it again for a week. It's, it's still going to be hard, but if you would have just kept up with it for four weeks, you, you tracking is not a, a skill. It takes a long time to master. I would say it takes a month and you've mastered it. It's, yeah, I would agree. It's, 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 but it's one of those things that when you start your first few days, take a long time and you're like, okay, this is easy. And then you're, you're by your third day, you're kind of eating the same thing still. And you've got that third day down. You're like, this is good. But then by day five, you're starting to change things up and it starts to get really hard. You kind of master it again on day seven with changing a couple things. Then day eight, you go out to eat and the whole thing falls apart and you quit. Facts. Yep. So I think it's important people to be consistent. And the last one that we'll, we'll cover for uh, top nutrition priorities for success would be macronutrients. So yeah, macros. So, Brett, why are you putting macros in a different category than calories? Um, because they're, they're two different things, right? I, I think about calories as providing the overall energy balance to your body, and I think about macronutrients as providing the type of energy you need for the type of activity you do, right? It's kind of like you can have a 16-gallon gas tank in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, your car can run on gasoline or diesel. If you put gas in a diesel engine or diesel in a gas engine, it's not going to run correctly. So I kind of think about it a little bit that way. Okay, that makes sense. What is it? Is it how important is it to be hitting to be hitting macros versus calories? You know, is that a is that a really like like if I'm not hitting, if I'm only following calories and not hitting macros, am I, am I just not going to hit my goals? Is this, or is this one just to take a little more work that gives you a, a good enough bang for your buck to make it justified? Um, there's really two ways to look at it. If you hit your macros, you've hit your calories de facto, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, is it, you can just focus on the macros and your calories take care of themselves. The other side of the coin is, if you want to just take care of your calories, you can also do that. Um, but if you're like a high performing athlete or, you know, you do a pretty high volume of, of training in a week, um, you probably need to spend a little more time focusing on your macros. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. 
That was an easy one. That would be my uh, suggestion. Yeah, that was like the shortest like explanation we've ever had. Got a couple couple questions here on this one now. So uh, let's see. People, uh, Sarah said all, her, she eat sleep. She is doing eat, sleep, lift, run, repeat. And then she said she feels attacked when I said people are trying to have multiple goals uh, because she said I want to run long distance, lift heavy, and lose weight. So you can do all of those. You just need to prioritize one and have the others as secondary goals. And then when you hit one goal switch them back up or when you're satisfied with the progress on one goal, you don't have to even meet it, switch them up and prioritize again. Um, Corey waved, Corey Edwards waved. Hello, Corey. And I know Corey in real life. Well, aren't you freaking fancy, Mr. Dieter? Doctor. I am. I'm wearing a suit jacket today. You are. And new glasses. You're a styling. Mofo. Harry Potter. <laughs> What is wrong? Okay, so how much, how, first off, how much caffeine have you had this morning? I have had about a third of a cup of coffee. Okay, so maybe you need to have four cups before we go on live. On live. Why? Don't you like it when I'm this strange? Yeah, no, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> how important is it, Rachel? Uh, Stephanie Rachel said, how important is it to monitor macronutrients for the average person? Um... If you're eating a well-rounded diet, like if you're getting some vegetables, some fruits, and some whole protein sources, I probably wouldn't worry about it. Um, if you're taking a multivitamin, I also really wouldn't worry about it. If you have this, if you literally eat the same like three to four foods every day for weeks or months on end, um, I would track them to make sure you don't have any major deficiencies in what you're eating. What if my diet consists largely of Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels? Um, then you should track your macronutri- micronutrients and you probably need to be taking a, a multivitamin and a greens powder. Okay. But those are the best. Just- I mean, you can have those. You just, you might die of like, I don't know, some deficiency. I mean, Maybe you'll die of like berry berry or uh, um, scurvy or um, worth the risk. Toaster shows are delicious. What what is niacin deficiency called? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's some like Ligeria or some weird name like Ligeria, that. Ligeria, your Ligeria. I'm Carol- gonna I'm gonna look it up. Okay, Carolyn said if I run long if I run long once a week. How best to get enough carbs so I don't bonk? I'm only 1,600 calories and hit my macros regularly. I feel like I need more carbs for running an 8.30 pace more than six miles. Um, So I would say increase your overall calories if you need to. Um, Shift more of your calories towards carbohydrates for a while. Mm-hmm. So you can lower your fats. Um, you may be even able to lower your proteins closer to like the 0.7 grams per pound for a while. Those are some options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're, it depends, are you maintaining your weight, losing weight at a good pace? You know, let's say your goal is to maintain your weight and you are, maybe we can increase your calories by a hundred a day and you're still going to maintain that weight. Um, it's worth the try. If you are losing 
maybe we still increase by 100 and you either keep that same rate of loss or you will maybe slow it down a little bit, but is running running sounds like it's a priority over weight loss right now. So that's what I would try and focus. Yeah, and she said just the night before, I'd say no every day. Yeah. All day, every day. So Brad. Yes. One last topic. Are you ready for this? I'm in. The last topic today is on something that I read. Okay. Okay. Aim in your profession. My name? Anybody's name in their profession. So the first letter of your name, and I left the book downstairs, of course. So the first letter of your name, typically, like there's a 78% higher chance that people whose name uh, start with a P will be a plumber. Uh, my name is Brad, and, and I am a, I am a professional badass. So yeah, and my, I'm Jane. I'm a jackass. So we're <laughs> so, so yeah. It's it it it, it was that, a, that it, cannot be true. Yeah, no. It was like I read I read the data. Yeah, it was a uh, I, God. I I want to go get the book, but I don't have it with me. Um, I, I feel like that's no. That can't be true. Yeah, it. it I I even looked it up. Like I feel like this is one of those studies that somebody just butchered the statistics oh, or sure. the or the methodology. There's no way. It is. I refuse to believe this. Nominative derivatism. It's the hypothesis that people tend to gravitate towards area of works that fit their name. So it's a hypothesis. You're a hypothesis. You're there's, a hippopotamus. There's a lot of empirical evidence, so I'm looking up the Wikipedia page for it. Theoretical framework. Oh God! Um, yeah, this is this is. So I want everybody. If your name relates to your job, please let us know. And whoever has the coolest name that relates to your job, then we will uh, we'll give you a. Shirt. So Stephanie, Rachel in here must be a software engineer. Carolyn must be a cop. Um, Why would St- I don't know, Stephanie software engineer because it's an S? Yeah. No, it's it's. Let, let me. Let me find you just it. said P and plumber. Yeah, it, it was. Hold on. I'll find you a. Uh, While you're looking this up, um, Carolyn asked, what was the reduction of protein? I mean, if you need more carbs for your running, I'd maybe set your protein closer to the like 0.7 grams per pound and then use whatever extra calories for the carbohydrates. Okay, that works. All right. So I'm getting examples. Um, where is it? These are not uh, like Usain Bolt is is a nominative. He's he's Bolt, Bolt of Lightning. He's a, he's the fastest man in the world. That's an example of one. Um, this is like, have you ever seen that m- movie, The Number Twenty Three, with uh, Robin Robin G. Manhunt is the CEO of Food for the Poor. See, okay, Robin. This G. is this is like confirmation bias to. Yes, the letter like anything i could think of i could think oh jay and i could make like a 45th connection thing to whatever it is you do yeah sarah blizzard is a weather woman is a weather uh what is a meteorologist on, yeah, but how many weather people like our local weather person is tom sherry yeah that, that, that has nothing to do with weather because they're attracted to that Bart, Dr. Barth Toothman is a dentist. Gary Wood is a wood furniture maker. Like Lord. Dieter, Dieter, and I work in the nutrition area. Exactly. Exactly. See, so you could just like make up all this stuff. 
Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's a, it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a found set science that I firmly believe in. And I would appreciate it if you didn't attack my beliefs. <laughs> Sarah sa- or Stephanie said, uh, Stephanie, senior sarcasm associate. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah said she's Cheers. a serial slacker. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Carolyn, she cares a lot and makes you food. See? Oh, my God. (laughs) See what the the best connection I can make here is. Um, Christina said, okay, what's Christina? You must be, uh, uh, I don't know. Where's Christine? Oh, where's Christine? We, we have Dr. Snip who does vasectomies. <laughs> uh, did I, when I was growing up, my dentist was Dr. Sippy. Was it Crentis the dentist? Dr. Sippy. You sip from a cup, Dr. Sippy. And his wife, he would always make the joke. He's like, he, go, he goes, you know, he would always make like jokes about his wife. And he goes, you know why everybody tells my wife she's so big? I'm like, no, why? And I was little. I'm like, no, why? It's like, because she's Mississippi. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, also working as MP, my initials are DRR, so maybe I'm a Dr. R. See, exactly. It works. Brad, is it normal to gain weight in the first two weeks of counting macros properly? Um, if your goal is to gain weight, then yes. If your goal is to lose weight, then I would say um, – it's not normal, but if you're coming from a very low carbohydrate approach to eating and you're now consuming more carbohydrates, you can see a increase in scale weight that will not be body fat. It will just be, imagine taking your car, weighing it, filling it up with gasoline and then weighing it again, right? You wouldn't say your car has like added weight. It's really just, oh, I've added gasoline to the tank. And that's what you're doing when you go from a low carb diet to a moderate or normal carbohydrate diet, you're filling up your muscle stores of fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the water that is a lot of people, when they start counting macros, they also start training at that time too. So if you just started working out, um, you can also see an increase in water weight on the scale. It'll bounce out over a couple, couple days. Uh, speaking of that, my gym finally opened. Oh yeah. So I went to the gym the last two nights. Um, oh dude, your initials are BD. You're a big deal. I know. And I am so sore. Uh, Can I get this suit jacket embroidered with a macro zinc on it? Yeah. Sarah said her, her maiden name was banks and she worked in a bank. I mean, dude, come on. This is, this is sound science. I don't know how you're, this is just fishing for stuff. Like you can, it's like that movie, the number 23. You're like, Oh my God, all this stuff. If I add this and divide this and multiply by this and take the tangent of this star on this date, it's 23. But that's how last names were originally formed. Like people with yeah. name Smith were blacksmiths. My yeah. my grandparents, they were. It was Gilchrist. My grandfather's side was Gilchrist, and they were uh, they were like religious people in Scotland. My grandmother is Fisher, and they were all fishermen originally. Yeah, but now we're so far from that. Yeah, but no, it's still it's still true. You gravitate towards it. I completely agree with it. Um, I completely disagree with that. I don't really care what you what you think. I think we need to play a game of Foursquare to see who wins. Dieter, and your name is spelled Dieter, and you're a diet expert. Like, come on. I am the Dita. I I think we should settle this with a game of Foursquare. I don't even know what that is. You've never played Foursquare? No. 
It's a game where it's that's four squares painted on the ground, and you have a ball, and it can only hit your square once, and you have to hit it underhand, and you have to try to fake out the other person so they can't no. hit it. No, I, that's I, what I, we're gonna do. No, um, I, you know, yeah, I, I think you're, you're wrong. What, what, oh, so this person said they're up one pound. I mean, your weight can fluctuate a lot more than that. Um, so I would say. I would say ask for a macro check, see if everything else is going on, um, make sure there's no other major problems, um, and we'll see what we can do. But yeah, I would post for a macro check in the group. Uh, Christina said, Christina said, my maiden name is Houston. I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I was a nurse before. Obviously, I mean, that fits, right? Christina, Christ, the Red Cross, all churches, <laughs> caring for people. <laughs> <laughs> I can connect any dots, man. That is a gift that I have. <laughs> You're the most unreasonable person I've ever met. <laughs> because this, just because this area of science irritates you so much, I'm going to keep it going. And I knew it would. That's why I brought it up. I'm going to get a billion text messages from you today about this. And it's I'm just going to have to throw my phone away. There, there was a famous philosopher named John Wisdom. I mean, there was also a famous philosopher named Plato. William Shockley was an electronics pioneer. Bernie made off with all of the money. <laughs> Dude, I mean, come on. How do you not understand that this is people are destined for their things based on their names that are arbitrarily picked by their parents? Uh, so, Woif, what are you eventually destined to? Well, that's Croatian or Serbian, Croatian, Croatian. Darko has a very dark sense of humor. Yeah, he's and and he's like a robot that likes to eat dishes. Robotish. Oh my like, God. Uh, don't you know? It makes sense. Nick, Nick, Nikolai, Nikolai Tesla, and he was. Why is that locked? Oh no, it locked up with Darko on there. Um, somebody said Nikolai Tesla has a whole company. So uh, that's an easy one because he was testing you. So you didn't even know what to do. What? Oh, this whole thing locked up on me, Brad. Are you oh, there? that sucks. I can click on stuff. Did it, did it lock up on me? I think so. Could you hear me talking? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Carolyn said, stop fighting kids. Uh, well, um, before this devolves into any further chaos, I think Jay froze. I think I think we can't see him. Well, I think we can see him, but I think he froze. Um, so while we wait for Jay to unfreeze, I wonder if I can remove him. I removed Jay because he froze. Let's see if we can add him back. Nope, I think he's frozen forever. So, um, well, well, Jay has recently been um, kicked off. Let's see. <laughs> are you back now yeah i'm back i i'm sharing wi-fi with a 10 year old who's playing star wars Battlefront. minecraft um, apparently in my neighborhood nine nine a.m is a very busy time for people to be using wi-fi huh or using the internet um let's see we have to give a shirt away um uh, okay we will give a shirt away to the first person who can correctly guess what month I was born in? I don't. That's not a. 
There's only 12 possible guesses. Okay, what's your suggestion? I thought we were giving one for the name, for the who had the best. Okay, we'll do that. That makes more yeah, sense. That's much better. Um, and I really like, well, see, personally, I think that the best name to match a profession is Brad Dieter, but I'm not giving you a shirt. Um, so we can go with, I'm a mortgage collector and mystery. Sorry, I just saw this, Sarah. Um, I think that either Sarah and a serial slacker or Stephanie and Senior Sarcasm Associate should win. Who? Let's flip a coin. Okay. We will I feel like you always have coins. Yeah. We will flip a... Oh, I don't have any like good coins, though. Well, why do you need a good coin? We will flip a 1933S Walking Liberty Head half dollar. Heads, oh stepping. What? It's in fine condition. It has a cool patina to it, though. It's oh really worn, though. All right, we will flip this, and Stephanie wins heads. And who was the other person we were going with? Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Tails, Sarah. Ah, it didn't flip good. And it's it's tails, but we'll go with both. So both of you. <laughs> Both of you email me at jay.macrozinc.net. Let me know that you <laughs> I don't even know why we have rules around here. I, the points are made up and the, the points are made up and nothing matters anyways. I don't understand. Whose line is it anyway? Ah, good job. Where the points made up and nothing matters. Uh, Brad, what month are you born? I was born in February. And nobody got that. No, they did. Who? Mm, Carolyn Ellis Becko. C-E-B. <laughs> All right. Carolyn, we'll give you a shirt, too. Three, because Brad's just making up rules and giving stuff away. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> so, well, the rules don't matter, and neither do the points. Yeah, no. So the three ladies who won today, please email us. Your, email me your name, jay at macrosync.net. Give me your name, and then we will give you a $30 gift card to use in the Macrosync store with free shipping. Uh, side note, there is apparently a 35 to 40 day delay on shipping from our store due to COVID-19. So, yeah. I'm so yeah. sick of Big Rona. Yeah. Um, they're messing up our they're messing up our, our flow, Brad. They're also really messing up my mugs, which should have been here. What mugs? You got a mug? I'm, I ordered Morning Joe mugs. What? Yeah. Well, first I, I ordered ink for my printer. And after like a week, they're like, well, we can't get it to you. So I had to cancel that order because mm-hmm. um, it was going to be like seven weeks before it came in. Um, then I ordered actual, I paid for the mugs and I'm waiting for those to get here. Oh, well, I ordered something from my wife in March and it made it here last week. Really? Yeah. I haven't had any delays on Amazon. Well, I may or may not order from sketchy websites from time to yeah, time. Yeah, you know, you do. You order from the weirdest <laughs> places. Like like websites, I don't, I'm don't. i even afraid to click the links that you send me sometimes because I'm like, oh, they're going to steal all my information. Like my I, goggles? Your goggles, yeah. Where did you get those from? Some weird, some weird website. I can't remember where you got that. Yeah, Brad's mm. in the doghouse with his wife. because he- mm, No, never. The thing is, we don't take ourselves very seriously, so. Well, it, it's also, you just... You just like run and hide and then. Yeah, 100%. Or, or just do what I do and be like, here's a present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 
tomorrow, same macro time. Same macro channel, early time tomorrow. We will be on that early time for now on. and Forever. And starting, starting next week, uh, Hannah and Derek are going to be doing uh, MI Live primetime every Tuesday and Thursday. And what does primetime mean? Um, you know, I don't remember what time. <laughs> I mean, it's in primetime TV hours. So sometimes somewhere between the hours of like 5 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Pacific. I think it's 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, so it's in primetime TV. So MI Live primetime with Hannah. Wait Clark. until we take down the cable companies. Yeah, with with nutrition talk. By 2040, we will have taken over cable. Yeah. Yeah. Give me 20 years. Yeah, you can do that one on your own. I'm not I'm not in for that ride. Like Archimedes said, give me a lever long enough and I can move the, move world. the world. Oh my god, you're so you're so clever. All right, guys, if anybody, you and your physics, anybody who uh, if you haven't already go on over to macrosinc.net slash podcast, subscribe to our uh, and, and you can subscribe to the podcast, macrosinc.net slash YouTube, and you can get alerts for the live shows. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which helps us donate $10,000. Um, you should go to macrosync.net slash services and sign up for coaching. Brad's pointing and I don't know what to. The YouTube thingy should be there. Where? Uh, by your, I'm guessing it's your right shoulder because everything's mirrored. Should be right, right there. Nope. Nope. Right, right where I'm trying to point right there. Other way. Other way, other side of the screen. Why should it be over here? Because that's where it'll be. Oh, 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 when they're on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, way too long to figure out. No, not this one. Yeah. I'm talking about the subscribe button, which would be there. Right there. Nope, right there. Yep. Right there. <laughs> Somewhere in this area. I'm not supposed to be on this side of the screen. It's, it's messing me up. <laughs> And I can't deal. So, you know how it's like hard for us to do this? When I was in graduate school, we were doing surgeries on mice under microscopes. Mm -hmm. And things are like backwards. Yeah. Depending on the microscope you use. And so you're like trying to do heart surgery and everything's backwards under a microscope. And it's impossible. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun at all. No, it's terrible. I lost looking in the mirrors sometimes. Oh, my God. And with that... We will sign off before this degenerates into even worse behavior on our, on Have our a part. Good day, guys. I forgot to hit end. <laughs> We're still here. We'll do this again. I was watching you dance and I couldn't stop. All right, guys. Now we're leaving for. <laughs> I thought I hit it. I really did. All right. Goodbye. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.